Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I'm Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. So here's the question of the day. Do you know someone who when they get nervous, they get silly? I'll just come right out and say it. I'm one of those. Are you? Are you yet another graduate of the Mad Hatter School of Crazy People? Can you relate to some of his quotable quotes like, When, said Alice, very much confused, I don't think, then you shouldn't think, said the Hatter. Or, take some more tea, the March Hare said to Alice very earnestly. I've had nothing yet, Alice replied in an offended tone so I can't take more. You mean you can't take less, said the Hatter. It's very easy to take more than nothing. Or have you guessed the riddle yet? The Hatter said, turning to Alice again. No, I give up, Alice replied. What's the answer? I haven't the slightest idea, said the Hatter. It's funny, I thought of doing this episode uh, on embracing silliness and bonding with what some people call nonsense. When I heard that Paul Rubens died, I don't know why that bothered me so much. It's not like I, I look at his characters or his work every day, but it bothered me. And I thought about it, and it, that Pee Wee Herman character that he created was sold directly to my generation. And you know what? I love that character. I really did. I, I found it totally, totally funny and endearing in a way. Now, he had some pretty great quotes, too. He said things like, there's a lot of things about me you don't know anything about, Dottie. Things you wouldn't understand. Things you couldn't understand. Things you shouldn't understand. <laughs> That, of course, was the character. But as Paul Rubens himself, he'd been quoted as saying things like, I've always felt like a kid, and I still feel like a kid, and I've never had any problem tapping into my childhood and my kid's side. I'm that way, too. What people call nonsense and silliness are things that are oftentimes embraced. And when they're embraced, that's pretty childlike, isn't it? The Me and Mine website says this. It says, what would a child do in an annoying situation? Well, they're likely to start acting out and being silly. Science suggests that we stop considering being silly as acting out and reframe it as getting through something. I love that because really that's kind of what it is. See, being silly can function as a coping mechanism, releasing stress and reducing anxiety. When times are hard, it's okay to experience a range of emotions. No one's going to question you if you're sad or if something legitimately makes you angry. People get that. You know, if you're confused, if you're determined, people get those things. So why shouldn't happiness or silliness be included in the mix, even when things are tough, especially if that's what helping you to 
is helping you to cope with stress or adversity or depression. There's a professor of clinical psychology who ironically has been researching the concept of humor for over 30 years at the University of Western Ontario. He believes that it can function as a reframing mechanism, allowing psychological distance from a negative event to be created. In turn, this enables the stressful event to be seen in a less threatening manner and more of a more challenging manner. In other words, when something goes wrong, humor is a tool that can be leaned on to lessen the detrimental effects of dark days. I see this as being very, very reasonable. And ultimately, what's the point? Talking to yourself, making a silly face, setting others up for joy, maybe without them even knowing it. Not nonsense. Those things aren't silly. Those things can potentially be healers. So then why do we often find people, especially kids, being silly as kind of this weird proof that they are strange? Well, the Responsive Classroom website says this. It says, joking often helps children to connect to those around them. Children who laugh together feel close to one another, even if it's just for that moment. For some students, a shared moment of laughter can lead to a friendship for the rest of their school years. It literally happens. Uh, humor, whimsy, and entertaining others are powerful ways that kids get to know each other, bond, and solidify their own self-worth, sometimes their own sense of belonging. Uh, some children may only feel special when they're making somebody laugh or they're the center of attention. Maybe they don't get attention other places, or maybe they only get negative attention other places. So to be a little goofy and make people laugh might make not them just feel better, but other people seem to be happier. And then it's like, I'm important. In a strange way, I'm providing a service for humanity. Being a little more dramatic, being a little funnier, or being a little more wild and crazy is a way for a lot of these children to stand out from the crowd and to feel like somebody. Finally, the article also notes that although silliness appears in every grade, it tends to be more pronounced in first, third, and fifth grades. It mentions that because it says these are times when most children are experiencing intensive growth in social areas. In the grades where children tend to be consolidating social growth, which would be like second, fourth, and sixth grades, students might actually need their teachers to bring out their humor and help relieve some of the pressure they put on themselves. They're trying to find themselves in those grades. They don't know what's going on or who they are, and sometimes you need to draw them out and get their silliness to come out. This is all so interesting to me. 
It really is. Yeah. And I so get that. The whole thing. My wife told me a while ago that when I get overwhelmed, I get silly. And she's right. You know, I don't drive extra fast in the car or yell or declare nuclear war. I get silly. That's how I deal with things sometimes. It's probably frustrating for people around me. It's probably annoying for people around me. And I understand that. But, you know, it's better than taking a baseball bat to the computer or something. What I'll do sometimes when I say silly is like I'll get hung up on something. I don't know what. It doesn't matter. It could be a name. It could be something that I thought was funny. And I just just drive it into the ground because I just think it's hilarious for some reason that doesn't make any sense. Like, you remember a long time ago, there was an L.A. Dodger named Fernando Valenzuela. All right. So I'll get hung up on something like the name Fernando Valenzuela. So my wife will be like, hey, Chris, what time is it? And I'll be like, why don't you go ask Fernando Valenzuela? (laughs) It's stupid. It's stupid. It's silly. And it's probably annoying. But it's stopping me from getting too into my own head. I'll say to my kid out of nowhere, hey, knock, knock. He'll be like, who's there? I'll say Fernando. He'll say Fernando who? And I'll say Fernando Valenzuela. Hey, Chris, what are you up to? Oh, I'm just on eBay. I'm hoping to bid on a pair of Fernando Valenzuela's pants. See, again, this in my world takes the place of punching a wall, crying, or being disrespectful to someone for no good reason. I'll just go nonsensical. Can you relate to this? And I'll snap out of it. I don't stay there. I think that personally, ultimately, this is not a terrible thing. It's it's just another case of when sometimes nonsense makes sense. Once again, we have arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme We have for you this time around a refresher podcast when nonsense makes sense playlist. This is wacky, people, but it'll put you in a good mood. I at least think that it will. Again, you can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash when nonsense makes sense. So here are the 10 songs. Song number one is a song called I Took a Trip on a Gemini Spaceship by the legendary Stardust Cowboy. The second track is by Francis Cannon, and it's called Star's Ghost. Number three, both the best and worst hip-hop song I've ever heard at the same time. It's, It's so terribly good that you're going to want to hear it 50 times at first you're going to be like oh this what am i come on but then you're going to want to hear it i'm telling you you're going to want to be it the artist's name is bangs b-a-n-g-s and the song is called take you to the movies trust me on that one dude the next one is 
Louie Louie with Tortilla Touchy. Then we have the Village People. Now, here's the thing. The Village People continue to make records in the 80s. (laughs) And if you look at the covers, like they were full on new wave. Like they decided to, they weren't like dressed up as like Indians and like construction workers. Anyway, this song is called Food Fight. Then we have the amazing and incomparable Mrs. Miller. I have her work on vinyl. Mrs. Miller with the song Downtown. Then we have Olive by Ken Nordine. We have Ivor Cutler with A Donut in My Hand. Then we have Susan Christie with I Love Onions. And finally, Steve Vai. Yes, you heard me. The guy who played with Zappa and David Lee Roth and is just like a guitar whiz. He was in the Crossroads movie. There's nothing this man can't do on a guitar. I remember buying his solo album as a young guy thinking, dude, he released a solo. This thing is going to shred. And it was Sele. The song is called Little Green Men. And that's it. That's our playlist. Once again, you can find this playlist extremely easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash when nonsense makes sense. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographics report shows that we now have brand new listeners for the first time in Richmond, Virginia. Thank you so much for listening. And welcome to Refresher. Guys, this show simply would not exist without you. It just it just wouldn't. You know, there's times where I want to pack it in and then I get such nice feedback where I'm like, people like this. And you know what? I do too. Part of my therapy internally, personally, is by doing this. And if it benefits somebody else, then that's just icing on the cake. But if you could do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, please make a small monthly contribution. And I'll show you, I'll show you how to do it. You just go to the support this podcast link under the episode description. It can be as little as 99 cents a month. But here's the thing. I know that not everybody has 99 cents a month. And if you do, it doesn't mean you want to spend it on this. So if you'd be inclined, that'd be great. But whether you do or whether you don't, you know this show is yours. You can listen to it anytime you want, regardless. Also, I've interviewed celebrities and written some books and all that fun stuff. And you can find that as well as some cool t-shirts and merch for this podcast at our website which is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher the pop culture therapy podcast 
Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.